What up, everybody? It's your boy, Theo Pinson, here again with another episode of Run Your Race with my boy, AJ Richardson. Good morning, beautiful people. Consistency is key, AJ. <laughs> you Consistency did. Consistency is key, and it is not morning again. <laughs> but people, we have a very special guest here today. Kentucky alum. I mean, we don't really mind Kentucky. They're blue blood. They do what they got to do. But Kentucky alum, uh, Los Angeles Laker, my man, Jared Vanderbilt. Hey, what's good, my boy? Not much. I appreciate you coming on, brother. Um, you've had one hell of a career so far. Yeah. Uh, you were in La La Land, and you, you, you have a race that a lot of people don't really know about. A lot mm -hmm. of people are just going to find out about it here. You sure. know what I'm saying? Like, you've sure. been through a whole lot, and I think this podcast will bring out everything because – like I said, everybody's journey is different. And that's what we talk about here. Everybody's journey is different. And it does not matter what way you go, you can still get here. And that's what we like to talk about on your race. So we talk about from the beginning to the lead. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about it. Let's get right into it. When'd you start? Where you from? Let's talk about all that. Where where you from and um what got you into basketball and when'd you start playing? Man, uh, from Houston, Texas. I've been playing basketball since I was five. Mm -hmm. uh, really just came from a basketball family. So that's, you know, I got six siblings. So, Damn. you know, we come from a big family. So, yeah, yeah, you know, so we, two. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we, we play a pickup games from the start. Yeah, yeah. So, three or three. You know, going against them. I'm the youngest, so I'm going against older brothers oh, and sisters yeah. growing mm -hmm. up. So that's kind of where I just got that mentality from, from just going against them. But, uh yeah, I grew up playing Oswald. I actually started playing, you know, football, and then I went to basketball. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty much how I started. It was nice in football. I know Houston. I was. Well, you football. know, it's Texas, so you yeah, kind of yeah, you yeah. got to play you football. Got it, exactly. So I started. Exactly. I started exactly. playing football. I did track a little bit, and then, uh, you know, I was just doing basketball at that time, just for you know, because it was fun. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, once I got to a certain height, I kind of shut that football down. So it was, <laughs> it was straight basketball at that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But yeah, that's pretty much that's how I started. Yeah. So, like I like you said, you from Texas. You mm -hmm. did you were you good enough where you like, man? I think I'm gonna just stick with football, or was mm -hmm. it just like you just end up growing and you was like, can I'm just play basketball? Man, I was. I mean, I was. I was solid at football. I stopped playing like eighth grade. I ain't, I didn't do high school, but uh, but by eighth grade, I. Almost hit like six five, six six. Yeah. And by that time, shut it on down. You know, they start chopping knees. Yeah. I was like, yeah, it's yeah. over with. Yeah. Yeah. I got chopped in the knee one time. I was like, yeah, it's over yeah. with. So that's when I really just did strictly basketball at that point. And then obviously I kept growing. So uh, looked like I made the right decision. So for sure, nice. you, you nice. damn sure did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six five and eighth grade. Right. Sure. This is the same shit that happened to me. Mm -hmm. My just trying to go for the knee. Oh yeah, I got chopped in the knee. It was over with. I'm done. It was over with. They mad at you. Yeah, what sure. what is um what's something that attracted you to basketball? Was it just the game or did the whole family just play it or something like that? I mean my family played it, but it was I just wanted to compete. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, I grew up playing all type of sports, like, mm -hmm. you know, tennis, bowling, like, you know, we did it all. Mm -hmm. So I just you it was just that shit. Yeah, it was just that competitive <laughs> nature. Like, so yeah. we just, you know, and I kind of fell in love with basketball just because you know, obviously I was good at it, but that's where, you know, the passion reside was basketball. And, uh, you know, growing up watching my family play basketball, just being around basketball. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I grew up in Houston, so even just watching the Rockets, 
looking at T-Mac, you know, T-Mac yeah. days. So that kind of just inspired me just to play basketball at that point. But yeah, I always, I always figured basketball would be the route I end up with. Mm-hmm. But I feel like just at that age, you know, just playing all sports, that shit just, it helped Tight. me translate mm-hmm. to even basketball. So For I was sure. kind of just messing around with all type of sports at that age. When was the time that you was like, it clicked? I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be nice at this. Man, I think, uh, I want to say seventh eighth grade, uh, it was like a John Lucas camp. Uh, at oh, that point, yeah. nobody was ranked, and I was just kind of unknown at the time. Yep. And, you know, I've been hooping for fun. At that point, I was, like, hooping in the parks, and, yeah. you know, in the crib. And uh, I ended up connecting with John because mm-hmm. he was in Houston, and he invited me out to the camp, and that's kind of when I went out there competing and shit, held my own, and mm-hmm. at that point got ranked a little bit. So that's when I realized, like, shit, like, can actually do something with this, so that's when it kind of clicked a little bit. Try to so high school, grade. high school basketball is like, all right, he was really that guy. Mm-hmm. In the high school, yeah, that's when I was, yeah, I was end up getting ranked in you know top five, top ten, pretty much the whole high school, and uh, that's when I realized I can really you know go to the league and mm-hmm. and uh, make a career out of this shit. So uh, yeah, at that point after that grade, that's kind of skyrocketed a little bit for sure. So it's funny. Now that everybody sees Jared Vanderbilt on TV mm. playing with the Lakers, you're a defensive guy. You yeah. just mm. intangibles. You just get yeah, you get it done sure. in all facets. Mm. But people don't understand. We gonna we gonna play the clips. We play the yeah, clips yeah, here. Yeah. You got a statement. <laughs> Which camera is his, huh? <laughs> right here. Yeah. If you got a statement you want people to know, you look in that camera. You let them mm. know. But <laughs> Vando back in the not even back in the day. I know you still got it. Yeah. But you handled the rock. Yeah, you was sure. damn near point guard. So sure. yeah, no, nah, high school I was definitely point guard. At that point, I, it, honestly, in high school I wasn't even a defender to be honest. No, like, that shit kind of. <laughs> I, I wasn't even no defense. I ain't play no defense exactly. in high school to be honest. So it just kind of that's how you I, score, get the ball out. Exactly. Right. So at that point, obviously the way my careers went, you know, I shaped mm-hmm. it to being, you know, because you got to adjust. NBA all about adjusting and you know finding your role. So, but yeah, coming up in high school and all uh, through grade school, I was never really. Known as a defender, yeah. that wasn't my key. You know, I was a pretty much an offensive player. I played PG. I kind of just played everything at that mm-hmm. point. So uh, the defender role just kind of came from just adjusting and you know finding a role in the niche to to make a career. Mm-hmm. I know for me, I mean, we're pretty. How tall are you? Six eight, six seven, six eight. Saying I'm like six eleven. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's what the streets saying. That's <laughs> <laughs> hey, what the streets saying. Hey, listen. Hey, listen. Cap. That's what the streets saying. I'm that's just, you know, I'm just a messenger. I don't know. We met you before he's 6'11". Yeah, I'm like, shit. Grew up over the summer. Oh, no. No, but it's crazy because for me, you know, I'm six seven, six eight. Cap. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I, I grew up, I'm watching for us, especially at our height, when we're at that age, mm-hmm. coaches at AAU, they like, especially high school coaches too, they like, oh, yeah. damn, you got yeah. somebody that tall that can handle the rock? Yeah, like, who was you watching when you grew up that like, okay, mm-hmm. I need to, I'm gonna watch him a little bit more to model my game, not really, like, yeah, mm-hmm. model your game after and look up to a little bit. Um, who was the guy for you? Because me, personally, it was Magic Johnson. Magic My dad good. had me watching Magic all the time. Like, it ain't many clips, but mm-hmm. you, you saw a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nah, for me, it was really Penny. 
Mm -hmm. I grew up watching a lot of Penny and uh, really like Lamar Odom. Mm -hmm. Those are two guys that I, I kind of was modeling my game out there at that time. Just big guards that can pretty much do everything with the rock, you know, yeah. dribble, pass, shoot, like whatever. So those were two guys that I was kind of modeling my game at at that That's time. That's tough. Yeah. If y'all don't, if y'all don't know, Vando's a lefty. Yeah. Of so course, he's gonna pick somebody with a left hand. Exactly. So that's how. That's well, where Lamar was nice. Lamar was cold. He was, nice. was cold. He was cold. He was a footer doing it. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Coming down. Yeah. That's a great comparison. Exactly. That's so a great. Comparison. That was one guy I was really looking at. Mm -hmm. For up. sure. What was it? Uh, so you being a god of always top ten in high school, mm -hmm. always. Everybody knew Jerry Vanderbilt. What was the time where you like a wake up call for you? throughout your high school career or something? Man, probably it was just the injuries. That's when I mm -hmm. first got hurt, like my sophomore year. So I, I didn't even play like my sophomore or junior year, I was out. Mm -hmm. So that's when that kind of the injury started at that point. But it was a little wake up call, just just realizing, you know, how quick that shit could change. Just oh, yeah. being up there and, you know, you get hurt. One day you top 10, you, you could drop or whatever the case may be, the recruiting changes. Mm -hmm. But that was probably the first little Wake up call I had, real just injury. Mm -hmm. uh, how did you handle like being in the spot, like a top recruit, mm -hmm. like high school, like Theo tell you, we talk about it on this spot. He couldn't handle it. Yeah. Number one player and stuff like that. Okay, yeah. okay, that's the whole time. <laughs> the number one, I couldn't handle it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the only one I couldn't handle. Everything yeah. else, I was like, shit, I'm chasing. Mm -hmm. But but how did you handle that? The, like, I feel like that's a lot for a high school. I mean, it was, it was like motivation for me at the time, just cause I, before that camp, I was pretty much no rank, no like nobody knew me at the point. So mm -hmm. from from going from there to going to like top ten like that fast, um, it was cool. Obviously, it was a lot of pressure. You know, it put a target on your back because you know not only I see it, everybody see that they know you top yeah, ten at this mm -hmm. point. So it bring a little target on your back. But me as a competitor, you know, I always like that. Mm -hmm. And you know, even the guys that was ahead of me, it just motivated me to keep you know trying to rise higher and stuff like that. So. I mean, I embraced it at the time. Uh, now I feel like it's a lot more crazy being like a coming up high school, being oh, a top yeah. 10 pick, because it's just, it's so much mm -hmm. social media. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? Like they got a million followers now. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. you know, we were still kind of, we was out there, but it wasn't from the social media standpoint, right. media standpoint, it wasn't as crazy. So for sure. I couldn't imagine it now, but like I said, I, I embraced it at the time. It was cool. Yeah, they celebrities now. Yeah, they celebrities, celebrities coming in middle now. school. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? They, Getting paid, so it's like shit. Yeah. It's a whole different ball game now. Couldn't imagine back, oh boy, back yeah. then. Crazy. Listen. We would have been collecting checks. Man, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> we would have been collecting checks. I, I might have did an extra year. Yeah. Kind of shit. <laughs> was getting them in out here, deals. For real. Who was the? Uh, Who's the first school to hit you up? First school. Because we can't say when the school start hitting you up because we know. Who was the first school? I want to say it was local, so it was probably like U of H, uh -huh. you know, TCU, uh, pretty much Texas schools were like the first ones to reach out. And then, you know, as high school went on, then I got some of the- For sure, big dogs. Talk, big dogs, yeah, 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 big yeah. dogs. What, big so dogs we all know what damn school you picked. Yeah. If anybody, for people who didn't know, my fault, Carolina. <laughs> I up. I tried to get Vando to the school. I yeah. was his host. <laughs> He went to Kentucky. That was hey. sick. I thought I did a good job. I really did. Hey, you held it down. I ain't gonna yeah, lie. You, you held it down. Hey, listen. Hey. I was a great host. I hey, thought. You held it down. You definitely I remember did. Coach brought me in. He's like, how'd it go? How, how'd you do? I said, Yeah. I think he's coming. Coach. 
He on the way. Yeah. <laughs> he left some of his shit here. Yeah. We got the dorm room ready. <laughs> this thing you know, Jerry Vanderbilt, <laughs> Kentucky Wildcat. God. Hey. hey I, I can't say that probably was one of the best visits though. Like, and, appreciate you that. You know, UNC was, you know, it was a good setup. Though. It was, For sure. It was For dope. Sure. He was. Yeah, was my, yeah, yeah. Was my guy sure. at the time. Sure. He was real cool. So, what separated Kentucky from everybody else? Um, what made you go there? Really, just you know what they had in place already. Just you know, yeah, what we wanted to do or what I wanted to do. You mm -hmm. know, just go in there. At that time, I was thinking, you know, get to the league. Get to the league. Mm -hmm. You know, my family was thinking the same. Like we, you know, couldn't, you know, couldn't wait at that point. So I was like, and then uh, really was my mama made the decision like. She thought I honestly she thought I had too much fun at uh UNC. She was like, really? She was like, I don't, know if gonna, I don't know if you're gonna make it over there. Damn it. They came in that kind of, So it really was the opposite. Who knew I had a great time. Somebody, but it was like the opposite at Kentucky. Like it was, she came, it was just strict. Nothing happened. You know, they got the separate dorms. Yeah. yeah. So everything was just like, she's like, okay, yeah, I think that's probably where you need to go. Because we don't need you wilding out. So. <laughs> That's probably so. That really was a deciding factor, to be honest. Damn. So that's kind of where you went the, too hard. If it was up to me, should I? Yeah. <laughs> I took but the uh, wrong approach. Yeah, should have went in stern. Yeah. Like, listen, we're going to read a book. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, go we got curfews the and everything over here. Hey, listen. At the end of the day, we had a yeah. good time. For sure. Uh, it, I, I remember that visit to this day. That For was sure. a good time. But shit, Vando, you get to Kentucky. You choose Kentucky. Talk about. When you first get there, mm -hmm. everybody knows when you first get there, it is a rude awakening when you yes. first get to college. What yes. was your welcome to college moment? Man, I would say them 6 a.m.s. Like that first, that <laughs> summer came was just the 6 a.m.s. I'm like, man. So I thought I was working. Like, you know, I worked. So I yeah. thought I was working until I got to college. That's just a whole different ball game. Mm -hmm. Like, waking up at 6 a.m., doing lifts, sprints, and Really, before class, and you still got to do class and come back in gym. So like yeah. the, the schedule was just crazy. Yeah, but uh, that's I mean that's the good thing about like Kentucky or the high majors. They just they prepare you for like the league and all that shit. Like, for sure, going through that. For sure, going through that adversity and you know coming out the other side of that. Like, mm -hmm. like when they got to the games, the shit was just so easy because we we worked like we was competing. We was going. You only did one year, right? Yeah, I did one you year. You did one year. Yeah. You still KP was there, though, right? Yeah, yeah, KP. Yeah, yeah. Everybody to know Kenny Payne. The last name man means something. I'm gonna tell you that right man. now. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, that's, is something cool. else, Eddie. Yeah, he had us going through it, but like at the time, you'd be like, man, mm -hmm. like, it built you. Yeah, but mm -hmm. it built. You look back on it like, damn, like I appreciate that. We, we appreciate yeah. that. Like, I still hit him to this day. I talked to him last week, like. Like, man, like that shit really make you who you is. And for sure. Like, it just make the game easier, make the approach easier. Like, just building that mentality at that age. Like, yeah. And that's one thing I love about this pod, because when we talk about it, when we talk about things like this, you look back on those certain yeah. moments and the things that you go through after your whole, your whole career. You like, I dealt with Kenny Payne. Mm. This shit ain't, this ain't nothing. nothing. Yeah. That's how it was. Right? We got you to the league. I'm like, yeah, this, oh, this is exactly this is, oh, like we, we went through hell in college. I am beyond built. I'm for like, this. man, what? You know what I'm saying like that's the beauty and, of going to like them type of schools. Mm -hmm. Like they just prepared you so much. That's why and you're around so much talent. Yeah, you're around talent. You're around like almost NBA caliber guys. Mm -hmm. Like, because you were there. Who is exactly. that? My class. People. I had uh, eight of us made the league. Yeah, it was a uh, Shay. was our point guard. Tyler. Uh, uh, no, Tyler came the year after me. So year it was after Shea, me. 
Uh, we had PJ Washington. Yep. Um, Hamid Diallo. Yeah. Uh, Nick Richards. Mm. He in the lead now. William Gabriel. Uh, yeah, I think that's his. So I think it was six of us. Mm -hmm. So we we going against NBA every players yeah. every day. Mm -hmm. So you know, when it got to the games, like it was just it yeah. was it was easy for us. Talk about the uh, y'all have this like combine thing that y'all do mm -hmm. every year. How was that? Now the combine, cool. I actually, I didn't even get to participate. So I was you had to. Yeah, had I had my. Injury. I was hurt. I was coming. Uh -huh. Had my little foot. Talk injuries. about that. How was that mentally and just like it's pushing nah. through that. Yeah, no, nah, it was tough. It definitely was a tough time. Like you know, you obviously coming into college, you get you ready to play, and then like, I want to say, one about first or two, one or two practices, I popped my foot. Yeah. So fifth med. Yeah, fifth med. Yeah. Been there. Yeah. <laughs> Second practice, I'm I'm yep. sick. So going through that at that time, you know, it's tough dealing with injuries, especially at that age. Like now, you can kind of like, you mm -hmm. know, what I'm saying you can you can you know accept it a little bit. Exactly. At that age, just young, like just mentally, like just yeah. going through those injuries at that time. Uh, so that really, I was out for the first, I want to say like 20 games. I missed the combine. I missed the first 20 games. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but I, you know, I didn't let it derail me. Obviously it's adversity, but I knew the main goal was still trying to, you know, get to that league that sure. year. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I just kept pushing it through for real. So before you even got, when you got there, you was like, I know I'm leaving after this. I mean, I wouldn't say 100%, but that was the goal. Does yeah. that mean I did what I supposed to do? Mm -hmm. right? And you know, I, I came that. in with the right approach and I handled business. Mm -hmm. But that's that was the approach and the goal to leave after one year. But obviously, you know, if that wasn't if that wasn't the case, like I still was cool with it. Yeah, 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 for point. sure. But uh, I just wanted to set that high goal and just be like, I, I handled business, did what I was supposed to do, and now I'm gone. What was uh? So when you got back, you probably you got back during SEC play. Mm-hmm. You you changed the damn team, damn near. Yeah, uh, you changed the team. Your, your energy level coming in. I mean, Kyle even spoke about it. Mm -hmm. What was your uh, best game? Like you was like, oh yeah, I can really, I can really play at this level and get to where I want to get to. I would say the best game. I mean, honestly, my my the first game I played was I want to say South Carolina. Mm -hmm. That was my debut. I came out and. I kind of just fit right in, just doing like the, I had talked to Cal like that week. Mm. He was like, man, we know you don't know no plays. Like, you know, <laughs> it's hard at that at that time, it's hard to just integrate somebody, yeah. you know, yeah. into the lineup. Like we yeah. 20, 20 games in. Yeah. yeah. So he was like, man, the thing that we missing that we need right now that you can help us with is just being toughness, being a dog, def defending and rebounding. That's what mm. he was missing. So he was like, man, we know you don't know a lot of plays or whatever, but that's what's gonna get you on the court. And mm -hmm. That's what we need. That's what I kind of just, but at that time, that's when my defensive kind of, yeah. that's when that's it kind of started. So I'm like, okay, that's how I got on the court. And then that's really how I stayed on the court. So I kind of just, mm -hmm. it honestly never left me after that point. So, For sure. Uh, Man, the Lord works in mysterious ways. Nah, exactly. Cause, Cause I came in, you know, the pitch was point forward, you know, yes. being able to bring the ball down, yeah. like, you know, stuff like that. But, Obviously, it didn't happen that way because you know adversity, injuries, all type of shit. So, uh, me being able to adjust is the reason why, like, I'm still around. For yeah, sure, like, for sure. Some you just gotta adjust and adapt, and you know. And it's crazy too. It's crazy too because I'm just sitting here thinking like little shit like that. You don't think about until now. You like, man, I would have tried to be, and not saying you wouldn't have been because mm -hmm. we, you don't know, but like. 
if that injury doesn't happen, you don't have that conversation with Cal. Oh, sure. You don't know how to adapt your game to another level where mm -hmm. like, how can I fit this team? Mm -hmm. And now look at where it's got you. You know how to do that at the highest level now. Exactly. So now it don't matter what team you go to, Mm -hmm. Jerry Mill is a plug and play guy, yeah, exactly. regardless of whatever school, whatever, not school, whatever organization he go to. Yeah, and that just prolongs your career. Exactly. Just that little shit. So that, like I said, this that's crazy. That yeah. that's you, what it's about being a pro, man. Like mm -hmm. a lot of dudes are just hella talented, but just they couldn't adapt to that role. I ain't gonna lie, it's, it's tough though. You know, uh -huh. obviously yeah. you come from being a McDonald's All American or averaging 20, 30 points, and now you, you know, confined into a Trying role. Trying to find your niche. Or a niche, but mm -hmm. that's one thing about it. Like, you find your niche, you find your role, you're gonna, you're gonna last longer in the league. Man. For sure. So, Most for importantly, sure. though, I think it's more so like the maturity, too, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Talk about how, like, where did you get that maturity and that mindset from? Where, like, was it family? Because I think a lot of guys at that mm -hmm. age mm. don't have that mindset. And they be yeah. like, oh, man, fuck this shit. I'm that guy. No, nah, facts. That it, definitely, it, it definitely take a lot of maturity, man. But that's just, you know, coming up where I come from and having the people around me, bro. Like, you know, I was just built mentally for it. Obviously, some days I was like, man, yeah. this shit too. Like, I can, you know what I'm saying? I can do yeah. this too. But mm -hmm. I knew for the betterment, you know, of the team and the situation that I was in and where I wanted to go, I knew I had to, you know, sacrifice to look at the bigger pictures. Cause yep. like, you know, you look at it where now, like, you know, that was what made me a pro. I'm able to adapt and to any system, any role, and you know, being able to be a plug-in piece is so mm -hmm. valuable, and especially in today's league, like being able to be interchangeable, do a lot of stuff, and mm -hmm. and you know, you have your niche. Like everybody know what I'm doing every night, or what I'm gonna bring to the table every night. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's having that foundation. Yeah, I think you know, at that age, you know, once the earlier you realize it and figure it out. It just make the rest of your career so smooth. Mm -hmm. And what I f with about your game and you as a player, I think it's more of like you get people get caught up in the stats and like mm -hmm. yeah, like me and you, we kind of sort of the same as far as like we both can do a lot. Mm -hmm. We're capable of putting the ball on the floor, making plays, and doing shit like that. But yeah. at the end of the day, we we're more caught up in winning. Mm -hmm. You're a winner. Like you you caught up in. Whatever I got to do to be on the floor, first and foremost, and whatever I got to do to win, I'm going to do that. Because Perfect. if we win, everybody, everybody gets taken care of. Man, what? You know what I'm saying? It everybody don't matter. Like, it's the mindset. It's the mindset. And that is what uh, prevails certain players than other guys. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. I, think, I think that's what it ultimately comes down to. And I think that's one thing that helped you out alive still helping you to this day. Thanks. So you get to so you still at Kentucky. You plan your way to uh what you want to be, get to the league. Mm -hmm. And what what came into the decision of just leaving? I mean, you can you started a little late. Mm -hmm. You didn't know what I mean, of course you asked and asked around to see what happened, but yeah. what what came to the decision of that? Man, so I, I came back right before I mean, SEC play, mid SEC play. Yep. And then uh uh I hurt my foot again right before mm -hmm. the SEC tournament. So I didn't even get to play uh, March Madness, pro season, none of that. Mm -hmm. So at that point, just value and notoriety from playing those, I think I played 10 games. Yeah. But uh, honestly, my foot was just, it was still, it wasn't right. Yeah. So at that point, man, I just, the real reason I left was just to, I felt like I can just get 
better medical attention. Gotcha. And at the NBA level, mm-hmm. you know, and because that foot injury had been going on for like three, four years, yeah. high school, college, and I'm just like, man. Uh, and at that point, I was playing through it. Like I played the whole year with a broken foot. Yeah. Like, and I'm talking about every after every practice, I'm icing and and they're crying to sleep sometimes. Like it was that bad. Like foot was broke, but I'm. It was like at that point we was just trying to thug it out. And it was yeah. all fifth med. All fifth med. All fifth med the whole time. It's like it's just, it's just one of them nagging injuries and it just be bro. super sore. And did you type change of work, shoes a lot? Huh? You wore different shoes all the time? Nah, I was trying to I mean growing uh like high school I did, but college I tried to stick to like one shoe, two shoes, just mm-hmm. to like, you know, just to keep it the same because switching yep. shoes I also mess with That's it, what did it. Or irritated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so yeah, it was it was yeah, that's it's a tough injury to have because it's just one of those like just nagging and you feel like you could play on it, but like the soreness out there was just so crazy. It was, so I was like, man, been I was tired of just having that nagging injury. So I'm like, man, I'm gonna just go to the league and I'm gonna figure it out, get some medical attention and you know, figure it out. For sure. That makes sense. Hey, listen, I'll tell you this. Anybody who have fifth med injury, man. just get the longer screw, longer screw you can Thanks. damn get. <laughs> First time, got a small screw, broke mm. that motherfucker again. again. Same got shit. the longest screw. <laughs> I ain't had a problem. Knock on wood. wood. I never had a problem since. So no facts. At the end of the day, and that and like I said, I did the same shit in high school. Mm-hmm. Like you know, we was on, we was trying, we was playing every damn circuit. Every so circuit. we wearing Adidas, we wearing Nikes. Oh, I'm wearing yeah. Under Armors. Like I'm switching so many shoes, and that's why mm-hmm. nowadays you see dudes in the league, they find a shoe, you see oh, them niggas, with it. you oh, see them always wear it. Oh, oh yeah, they staying with it. I'm wearing like, the same shoe all year. All year. <laughs> so I said, shout out Dang. to PJ. I don't know how you do it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Every, every game. game. Every game. Yeah, I got to keep, I, I found what was comfortable. I just kept Kobe's. I'm like, man. For sure. Let's switch the shoes. It's, it's tough on the feet. For sure. So but, you you probably did no workouts. I did zero workouts. So night of draft night, I'm still on the boot. So Damn. I was, you know, obviously my, throughout the whole year, my, you know, stock was going up and down. Mm-hmm. Like coming in, I was, Top 10, as going down through 20, late first round, second round. But yeah, I, ain't, I didn't go through no workouts. I didn't talk to no teams. So at that point, I was just- There. Yeah, I was just there. I'm talking about draft night. I didn't know what to expect. Yeah. You know, I'm sitting at home. I got, I'm still on the scooter. I, you know, I still got two more months left before I can even walk. What? Damn. Yeah, I couldn't even walk. So I just, at that point, I just bet it on myself. I'm like, I'm gonna go to the league. I'm gonna, you gonna figure we it gonna out. Figure that shit I'm out. like, man, I just need to get in there. Right yeah. at that point, I ain't care if it was, you know, lottery, late first round, late second round. I just need to get in there because mm-hmm. I knew what I can do once I get the opportunity and get yep. in there. So, at that point, I was like, I just got to get in. Sheesh. So you got drafted by Denver. Got drafted by Denver. Mm-hmm. Sick. Second round. Second yeah. round. Early though. Uh, forty-one. Yeah, whatever. Early, early. Like you said. I just had to get in. I just had to get in. I didn't know what number was called, man. I'm like, I'm Hey, I'm in. Let's go. The fact that you at the crib not even walking. Oh, yeah. Wasn't even walking. You still got two months left, but then you got some NBA Mm -hmm. NBA treatment after that. They just going to be like, all right, listen, we're going to take this thing head head first, and we're going to get you right. Mm -hmm. Especially with them at the time, like, there was no rush. They was already like a playoff team. Like, they took me and Michael Porter. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. we both was hurt for like the first. Mm Mm-hmm. Year pretty much, we still was hurt. Yeah, but they let us. They allowed us to lock in and and do rehab because it wasn't no pressure. Like y'all need to come back because they yeah. was already for sure. You know, that it was day. already stacked. So, and the Lord crazy. works in mysterious nah, ways. Nah, like, damn. Sure. How did so? Talk about that first year though. 
just talk about like the rehab, just going in and just understanding like, okay, they're going to be patient. Mm -hmm. I need to really get my foot right. Mm -hmm. And I got somebody who I'm going through it with. Thanks. Like talk about just that and you just doing it with Mike. Man, that shit made it so easy going through it with somebody. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I had Michael Porton. He was coming off of his injury. Mm -hmm. And that year we got IT, Isaiah Thomas. Mm -hmm. He had just came over. He had his oh, adventure. Yeah, so we yeah. all going through it together. Mm -hmm. And I ain't gonna lie, that's a, going through them rehabs. I don't, I don't know if y'all ever had a major injury, but that's it's a muff. It's like, tough. It's tough. So, tough. you know, just every day you got to come trying to do the same thing just, just to get better. And it's mm -hmm. a lot of like commitment and stuff to it. So yeah. having somebody there with us that was kind of like, we on the same, you know, same page, you know, uh, pushing each other mm -hmm. and, you know, that's what made it a lot more smooth, but yeah, we was hurt that whole first year. Damn. Around that time, like what, I know injuries injuries and stuff like that, and being an NBA player, you got a lot of downtime too. Mm -hmm. So you're rehabbing, you can't play, so after rehab, you just chilling. So what was some of those things to like help you keep your mindset still strong, positive, like just to make sure like, all right, I'm still, mm -hmm. still doing this. What was some of those things or hobbies that you learned about yourself or you was able to do? Man, uh, just reading, like meditating, doing yoga, all type of stuff. Just because at that point, you sitting there going crazy. Not just, facts. You got just so much time. You can't do nothing. You can't move. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's why I picked up on just like meditating, breathing, yeah. like stuff like that, just to kind of just, just to keep my mind right, keep my, you know, keep yeah. me sane. Just yeah, for sure. It's so easy to go crazy and mentally just mm -hmm. like check, check out. out. Yeah. yeah. Just because, like, bro, like, Depression start creeping in, anxiety, all that, because you just anxious to play. And mm -hmm. especially it's my first year, I ain't made a name for myself. So right. it's like, yeah, you still like, gotta prove yourself. I still yeah. gotta prove myself. So I'm over mm -hmm. here, like, you know, how my career gonna play out? Am I gonna yeah. get a chance? Like, I made the right decision to leave. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All that shit play a factor. So, uh, yeah, just finding hobbies, like, just, you know, really meditating, reading, praying. Yeah. yeah. Just trying to, you know. For sure. Because it's tough, because. What people don't really understand is like, all right, cool. You go into the gym, nine o'clock, you in there work out, you probably leave about 12, one o'clock. Mm -hmm. But then at that point, you got the- You got shit else to do all day. Nothing. <laughs> like, <laughs> nothing. It's not like, because at the end of the day, like you're hurt. So you can't go back to the gym yeah. and yeah, you can't be like, nothing. oh, can we get another workout in? Yeah. No, like you're injured. You're trying to get back healthy. Not fact. Mm -hmm. You need that time period to heal and not, Re-aggravated or inflammation or any yep. of that shit, because mm -hmm. like I said, like it could take a little something little and it, that shit get re-aggravated. Not that start, start all the way, way back over. over, and then you, then you pissed. So yeah, that's that's, big, it's, yeah. that's big time for you to recognize that and talk about it because people don't know, people don't see that, people yeah. don't understand that. Like, be like, you're making millions, and I'm like. Health come first. Health, exactly. Health come I'm first. not healthy and I'm not doing something I love. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm watching these dudes do something I love and you still got to prove yourself. Exactly. So that's that's tough. Mm -hmm. So that first year you get, not the first year, but the next year you start playing, mm -hmm. you get back out there. Who's busting, who's busting your ass? You my got, second year, I, I still ain't playing. Mm -hmm. I ain't played my second year because we, we was deep again. Yeah. Uh, we had just picked up like Jeremy Grant, yep. still had Paul Millsap, mm -hmm. uh, you know, obviously Yoke, Mason Plumlee. So we mm -hmm. were still deep at that point. So I didn't, I still didn't crack the rotation at that point. Mm -hmm. uh, but I ended up getting traded. That's when yep. I got traded to Minnesota mid-year. Uh, 
but I only got to play like two or three games. Yeah. Because uh, uh, the pandemic shut down. Yeah. So we oh, shut down yeah. right before. So I still ain't really get the opportunity. I was, I was actually in the G League all year. So I came back and I played G League. I started off with uh, uh, Denver, Denver. Don't have a G League. Team. Yeah, they didn't have a, a yeah. G League team. So I went to four different G League teams. I started off in Delaware. Uh, I think I played like ten games there. Then I went over to RGV, and yeah, I had a whole G League experience. My first year or two playing, mm -hmm. and then I went to the uh, the Windy City Bulls. Mm -hmm. So that, and that within that one year and a half, yeah, I, I played on three, four G League teams. So, so the talk about your mindset then. Just going from like how how did you how did you approach it, man? I ain't, the G League is all about approach, bro. Like all you can even look at it like it's like it's a demotion. You gonna have the the worst the experience. Worst times, you yeah. have terrible experience. But if you looking at it like at that point, I ain't played basketball in like a year or two. Yeah. So I was happy to just be on the court. For sure, I was happy to be healthy. Yeah. And so I took the most. I took advantage of it. I'm like, man, this is still. You he playing basketball. Yeah. Like, I ain't taking this shit for granted no more. Mm -hmm. So at that point, once I got on the court, you know, I didn't matter where I was playing. Uh, and like I said, I played on four different cities, uh, G League cities. So at that mm -hmm. point, I didn't care where I was playing. I was just, was happy to be healthy and be on the floor. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, G League is an experience though, bro. Like it, you know, uh, going through the G and and like I'll never like my route and my journey. Like I'll never, you know, change it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause I went through everything. Mm -hmm. Like I went from playing in the G to, you know, getting traded, to being the 17 man, to being the coming off the bench to starting. So like I kind of went through every process, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So like and that that made me like shit, who I am today. So that's mm -hmm. why, you know, the, the G was it was great for me. It was able for me to showcase what I could do. Mm -hmm. And you know, I was able to showcase a lot of translatable shit. You know? Yeah. You know, some people go to the G and just try to get off, and which is cool, but did you have something that translate to the NBA yeah, game? Yeah. Because we don't so, need you going there. Exactly. We got somebody. Of, can... Yeah, they already got somebody to do that. So what can you do exactly. to add value to exactly. this team right now? So yep. Yep. I went in there with that mindset like, mm -hmm. I'm going to showcase what I can do and how I could bring value and prove why I should be, you know, up on the main team. 100%. So that was my mindset. That's big time. I'd say that all the time. Like, it's all about approach. It's yeah. all about it's uh, mindset, man. It's yeah. all about how you go into it because at the end of the day, it's about reps. Yeah, it's about yeah. getting that getting that time because at the end of the day, I'm sitting. I I I've been there too as far as being in the G, and it's like I want to hoop. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying. At the end of the day, I want to hoop and being a part of something like being in the game plan and yeah. mm -hmm. being a part of the schemes and be like, oh yeah, we gonna need you to play 30 some minutes. Like Thanks. you miss that. Thanks. You know what I'm saying? When you get that back, it just brings more hunger. Like, okay, I can, exactly. I get to hope. And then when I get back up there, I'm just mm -hmm. trying to do the same thing I'm doing here and just exactly. play basketball. Yeah. So that's huge the way you approach that. Uh, so you get traded to Minnesota mm -hmm. that's when you first got your opportunity. Yeah, first first opportunity first in Minnesota. First opportunity in Minnesota. Uh, I think we had like five games. Mm -hmm. Actually, when I first got to Minnesota, I got sent down to the G League. So I played G League like five or seven games with the uh, the G League affiliate. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I did what I had to do. I played well. Right when they called me up, uh, I was supposed to play the next day. That's when they shut down the whole shit. I'm like, God. damn. Damn. And it was going hard in the G. They <laughs> called me up. And like, hey, we need you to play tomorrow. I think somebody uh somebody had got COVID or something. Uh, yeah. I want to say 
couple of our players got COVID, so they needed yeah. some bodies. Mm-hmm. So they just called me up and I was getting ready to play. And I was actually about to start. It was the crazy part. I was about to start. And they was like, man, because a lot of people got COVID. And then uh, literally the next day, uh, two days later, before the, right before the game, they shut the whole, shut the whole lead down. I'm like, damn. Oh, I got to wait for a whole another year for my <laughs> NBA. Sick as a dog. I was sick. Because y'all didn't, Minnesota didn't go to the bubble. No, nah, we didn't even make the bubble. So we was, at so that time, so we, now was, you just like, we was chilling for a whole year. We do nothing. So you basically did not play an NBA game for three, three years. years. Three years. Basically, yeah. I was playing G League. And then, uh, yeah, I played maybe, uh, yeah, that's really it. I mean, I played, obviously, a couple of garbage minutes. Yeah, 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 yeah. But as far as playing the actual NBA game, nah. I ain't played that to my third year, pretty much. Uh, year three is your foot. Back hundred percent, or yeah, my foot was back. Okay. Even like year two, I was hundred percent good. I had no no problems at the time, so that's when I was ready to, you know, you was really ready. To I like was ready to go, showcase. ready to play. Do you think you needed that whole year in Denver to get back right? Uh, for sure. I think just for the discipline standpoint, just because you know I never really took the full time to. Proper time to, to rehab. Back. I was yeah, yeah. so rushing to get back. Yeah, like yeah, high yeah. school, I kind of rushed it because I wanted to get back real mm-hmm. quick because I didn't understand the importance of like, you know, that. It's, it's hard to tell a kid that. Yeah, because it's like, man, at that point, I just want to hoop. I don't care about none of that. But you look, look going back and looking at it now, I'm mm-hmm. like, man, I should have just sat down for them six, month, eight months, whatever, because mm-hmm. it was more important to get it healed then than, you know. For sure. But at the but, end of the day, like you want to play in McDonald's. Yeah, you I want to play in McDonald's. Like you know, what and saying? I actually got some opinions. They was like, "Man, we don't think you should play." Yeah. Uh, but I, I was like, "Man, I got to play at McDonald's." Like, so I played. That's an experience. I played in McDonald's. About that shit our whole life. <laughs> man, what? Like, I was like, "Man, hard. I got to play." So I played in the hoop summit. I played in all that. Yep. And the last game was the Jordan Brand game. Yep. That's the one I actually I I, I broke my foot. The last game. So we went. I went through McDonald's. Went through Hoop Summit. Ended up playing Jordan Brand last game. That's when I. Uh, broke my foot going in, so I was like, man. But looking back, I mean, I don't regret it because I, I wanted the experience of doing all that. You know what I'm saying? You know, because everybody don't get that experience. So, right. But at that time, I wish I would have took the you know the rehab process a lot more serious. Because when I got to Denver and got to the league, I'm like, man, I'm taking this serious. I was locked in, mm-hmm. and I finally got it healed. Like I didn't rush back. I didn't, you know, wasn't still walking around. They was like. Be on bed rest for yeah. a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so sure. I started Eating taking this serious. Right. Exactly. I was, I was, I was like, bro, I'm gonna lock in and do it right this time, cause yeah. man, this this is this a make or break. And it's money on the line. Year. And y'all say it's money on the line. Yeah, money on the line. line. And at that point, I hadn't got no money. Like I was, mm-hmm. you know, uh, had a minimum contract at the time. So I'm like, man, like, like shit, I got to take advantage of this shit. So mm-hmm. that's a fact. And the longevity to stay in the league, cause at the end of the day, you don't want those like. Lingering in, injuries. Exactly. And one of those, that's a nagging injury that's that could a, that could be gone exactly. for your whole career. Yep. So I was like, man, let me take care of this because I don't want to have no more problems. And yeah, that's what I did. I'm going to tell you this. The best ability in the NBA is availability. availability. Oh, facts. That's, a fact. that's a fact. the best ability you can have in the NBA. That's a fact. That's a fact. What up, everybody? It's your boy Theo Pinson here. And we have a huge announcement. We have officially partnered with Prize Picks, the daily fantasy sports game, the best one out there. And you can sign up in less than 60 seconds. It is that easy. I'm going to tell you how easy it is. Head over and go download the Prize Picks app. You pick between two to six players, and this is a skill-based fantasy game. You only play against the Prize Picks projections. It's simple. You pick for more or less. 
The best part is you can make 25 times your money. Just like AJ said, you can make 25 times your money. And also, PrizePix offers discounts on Taco Tuesday and Flex Friday. And it gets even easier. You can just use Apple Pay. PrizePix is matching up to $100 of your first deposit using our promo code RACE. That means if you deposit $20, they'll match $20. If you deposit $100, they'll match $100. Listen, PrizePix do all types of sports. NFL, college football, MLB, and a lot more sports. Go to prospects.com slash race and use code race for a first deposit match up to $100. But, all right, shit, damn, Bendo. Three years, shit. Mm-hmm. You finally get your opportunity, your fourth year. <laughs> <laughs> At that time, you a vet. Yeah, yeah, basically. Bendo, how you do like, this man. shit? Nigga, I don't know. You're looking, you like, yeah. you looking at me like I'm a vet because I done been right. on yeah. two teams. Yeah. You know, it's my fourth year, but really I haven't logged no NBA games, really, yeah. NBA minutes. So, mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, it went to like third, fourth year where I really start playing for real, so. At that point, like even now, like I'm six years, but I only really played two or three years, two or three years. So Mm -hmm. like on paper, I'm probably a vet or close to it. For sure. But who's who who were your vets? Uh in Denver, my first couple my first year was IT. I was with IT. Oh, yeah. Uh Paul Millsap. It's cool. Will Barton. Those were and then uh obviously Yoke and he was emerging to, yeah, you know, yeah. to be that guy, yeah. to be that leader mm-hmm. at that point. So, uh, yeah, those are my vets over there. And then uh, when I got to Minnesota, uh, we had uh, Ed Davis, James Johnson. Shout out Ed, Carolina yeah. guy. Yeah, Ed, Ed is cool. Ed is a unbelievable dude, bro. Cool dude, real cool, cool dude. dude. So, uh, yeah, him and him and James Johnson were my two best. I was over gotcha. there. In Denver, did you did you know or did you see? This would be the Jokic that we see right now. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Damn, I seen it day one. Like he was just no hezo. Yeah, <laughs> no, nah, he was just different, bro. Like you know, once he realized how nice he was and the impact he could do, like mm-hmm. when he was there, he was just always just super nice. Yeah. But you know, they were kind of pushing him, like, bro, like go get an MVP. Yeah. I remember Will Barton was like, bro, like go get MVP. Like you could do that shit. Mm-hmm. And once he got to realize and it felt like he could do that shit, yeah. it was it was over with at that mm-hmm. point. But. But they always seen the flashes and like what he could do, what he's capable of. It's crazy when you're like, granted, I know you wish you were on the floor, but mm-hmm. you're watching it. You're watching it become to what it is mm-hmm. now. And the fact that you saw saw the like the beginning stages mm-hmm. of it, you're like, oh yeah. But yeah. It, 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 I say it all the time, like it's 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 uh, it, there's value in you know sitting on the bench, like oh for uh, you know, sure, as opposed to just being thrown out in the mix, obviously. You know, experience is the best, mm-hmm. you know, teacher. Teacher, yeah. Being out there, but being able to watch it. Watching the game. Like, because mm-hmm. well, before I was there, like, they wasn't a playoff team. So watching them turn it around, mm-hmm. turn the system around, and, you know, me watching basically course out every game. Yeah. Being able to see how this shit, how, like, because people think that, like, their championship started, like, Five years ago, five yeah. six years ago. Yeah. Like, they this shit been brewing, like, yeah, invested, for a minute. You know, they've invested in that team. They got the same... Same core. core. Same core. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, this shit ain't happened overnight with them. Like, they actually, you know, built, and I was a part of it, and watched it, how they built it from where they were then to how they are now. So, uh, you know, being able to just watch it firsthand and learn firsthand, and I appreciate playing more now because I, I was able to, you know, 
uh, start on the bench and being able to watch and learn from some some key guys, some veteran guys, and you know that's 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 valuable. What's one of the biggest things you done learned just in your career so far, just playing with all these people that you done played with? Man, the biggest thing is, uh, I would just say the biggest thing is just you know finding finding your role. I know it's cliche, but finding your niche. Like, what could you do to impact the game and just how could you impact winning? That's that's my yeah. whole biggest thing. Like that's my mindset. Mm-hmm. How can I impact winning? How can I make a difference, make a change on this team, and what can I provide for this team? So, you know, it took me a while to like to like realize this is this is my call. This is what I'm gonna do. But obviously, you can still grow your game and you know work on it to get better each and every year. But you got to find that foundation. Like mm-hmm. what is it? Yeah. And then my foundation I found was just you know. Rebounding, defense, energy, mm-hmm. and bringing that night in and night out. Yeah, like that's almost invaluable because that's mm-hmm. something you can control. Yeah, that's like in the NBA, it's a lot of shit you can't control. Yeah, yeah. but that's one of it that and you every can team need that exactly, and it's it's, it's valuable because every team need it because it's and that that shit's hard. It's a hard ass job. It's hard to be the nigga that kind of come in and yep. and and <laughs> you and don't want guard energy. The, the nice. Yeah, you got <laughs> guarding the best player every night, yeah. and you got to bring energy every single every night. Single yeah, you know, night. and that, that's tough. You play eighty two games, but like mm-hmm. it's gonna be some nights that we're gonna get. We're gonna get to it in a, in a minute. But yeah. it's crazy you said that because I remember vividly right now, game one, you're playing the Warriors. Your mm-hmm. energy level, boom, crazy. You ready? Yeah. Game two, I could tell you was a little tired. Oh yeah, I was whipped out. It's tight. I mean, I'm chasing, Steph Curry you, I'm chasing them. I'm chasing you know them around. Like that's no, how, that's people, tough. and that's what people don't realize, bro. Like, and that's why I love. Mm. I honestly do love this podcast shit because we get to open people's eyes of that shit. They oh, don't yeah. understand. Like, you go from game one of chasing Steph Curry all night, mm-hmm. but then they're like, Bando, we need you to chase Steph Curry, but we also need you to get on the boards, offensive exactly. boards. Like, <laughs> and then I need you to pick up Steph for exactly. Oh, but Steph is the best conditioned athlete <laughs> oh, in the, the world. Oh, the best condition. I think we ran like three miles. <laughs> we ran like three miles that game. I'm yeah, like, like, so I'm chasing on, Steph around. Um, you know, obviously game one did a good job. Game two, actually, uh, actually got hurt that second game. Again, uh, I think Moses Moody fell on my leg. Oh shit! So at that point, I'm a little hobbled, yeah. and I still, I still got to chase him. So I'm right. like. And you know, Steph just nonstop moving. Nonstop. You know, and so it's a it's a tough task. People don't realize like it's it's a tough task being a guy that got to chase somebody sure. around all game. But yeah, we're gonna get to. So I want to go back to Minnesota for a second. When you got, how how did you handle the trade? Because like I said, you never got your mm-hmm. opportunity that you would like in yeah. Denver. But like you said, you probably. Appreciate Denver for giving you that mm. year of just like getting Excellent. yourself right. So how'd you handle the trade of being traded in Minnesota? I mean, obviously I felt a little type of way just because I never got to even prove myself you know, yeah. to be on the team. But obviously, you know, I appreciate them. They they took a risk on me mm-hmm. when I wasn't even able to play at the time. So yeah. bit, and allowed me to mm-hmm. rehab and get healthy. And uh, obviously being able to learn the game. And they, like, they taught me something on the court, just as far as how to play in the system foundation that I still know to this day because of that. So it's always love going that way. But obviously as a player competitor, you wanted to at least get the opportunity to play. Yeah. And I never got that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I never even thought about getting traded at that time because, mm-hmm. you know, they were saying like, you know, you're good, whoop-de-whoop. Uh, 
I actually got traded. We actually played a game and we was, I had a back-to-back. So we was supposed to fly out and go to the airport. So I'm on the way, you know, Denver airport, like an hour away. Yeah, it's a so I'm, I'm damn near 35 yeah. minutes already here. <laughs> like, y'all could have told me this before I took the yeah. line. <laughs> but yeah, I, I get the call. He talking about like, uh, I think you should come back to the arena real quick. I'm like, damn, we about to fly. He was like, sorry, he kind of suspected something was going on. Yeah. But uh, so yeah, I ended up getting traded that night and we was out at 6 a.m. in the morning. It's crazy how fast the trade happened. So yeah, we out 6 a.m. the next damn, morning. Y'all logged this shit in last week? Yeah, I'm like, crazy. damn. <laughs> Like literally, it's it's all it's eleven p.m. after a game, we fly out the next morning six a.m. going to the Damn. going to Minnesota. I'm like, man, that's crazy. And then uh, they had a game that night. Uh, the Minnesota played that night, so I'm like, damn, the shit just the turnaround just so fast. That's like you just got to so up nice. and just move, especially mid season. So mm-hmm. mid season trades are just obviously off season trades are what it is. It's cool. Yeah, you know, you get a chance to get situated. Let it marinate. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mid season trade, it's like shit just happened like. So quick, like yeah. within 24 hours, you're on a whole, whole other team, whole, yeah. whole another city, you gotta learn a whole another system. So, yeah. yeah. And you damn near getting plugged in and playing that same day or next yeah. day. Facts. So facts. That's definitely tough. a lot going into it. Is that when you realize, oh shit, this is a business? Yeah, like, for sure. All right. For sure. That's when I realized, man, this it's a business. Yeah. You know, this ain't college. Mm-hmm. College, you know, you there, you with them for the whole year. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So yeah, that was that was our opening, you know, my first time being traded at that age. You know, uh, you know, it's 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 kinda hard on some young players being able to gotta up and move and adapt and, you know, adjust to a whole nother city yeah. in that short period of time. But uh that was I mean, like I said, I wouldn't change my journeys. Oh, for sure. So for sure. How'd you how how was your feeling when you first got your opportunity in Minnesota? Cause shit. You was a staple. Mm-hmm. Like you ended up being a staple. You ended up being a bona fide starter. Like yeah. you was, we knew Spando was starting. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So how 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 was that just looking back full circle of what you've been through to get there? Like talk about that moment for you and your family. Cause I know your brother too. Like mm-hmm. they all y'all so connected as a group. Mm-hmm. I know for the whole family it had to be yeah. big time for you. Nah, it was dope. Cause like they all knew what I was capable of doing. And I knew once I get my opportunity, like I wasn't gonna look back. Like, mm-hmm. Cause I was prepared. Like I prepared myself for this opportunity. So, uh, and I actually got my first opportunity because of garbage minutes. Yeah. Like people don't realize the value in garbage minutes. You go out there and bullshit, but that's the time when they, you know, they evaluate you. Yeah. So I remember we was down my first time I really got an opportunity. We was actually playing the Lakers, playing Brown and them. It was kind of garbage. We was down like 20 points. And they threw me in and I picked them up full court, got a steal, you know, was rebounding, you know, doing a little bit of everything. And they was like, okay. So that next game or two, I actually kind of cracked the rotation just because of that mm-hmm. little garbage minute. So wow. being able to just take advantage of every time you're on the court. And that's what I was doing, man. Cause I was like, bro, I ain't taking this shit for granted. I'm, I've been set out three years. Like when I get my opportunity, like I'm on full go. Yeah. That's, that's how it was. And I really just never looked back. This was up. Who's I mean, shit. You cracked the rotation. You guarding the best guy. Who was the first person to bust your ass? Damn, first person. Let me see. When I was in Minnesota. Yeah. Uh, who, who got at me? Uh, Demar was tough. Because <laughs> uh, at that point, I wasn't a super disciplined. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going for all the fakes. They like stay down, stay down. I'm like, I ain't no jump. But the way he just pump fake it, so yeah. like. Look like he really shooting it, so he got me. Uh, 
And he got me in foul trouble. He was he cooked us that game. <laughs> for sure. I, I, I want to say DeMar probably. I can't think, really think of nobody else, but yeah. What, uh, was what was the game you cooked? First game you cooked? He was like, oh yeah. First game I cooked was, um, had to be one of the first games. I think we played Memphis. I had like a double-double. Uh, it was one of the first couple games of the season. And, you know, we started off kind of rolling mm-hmm. that, that year. Uh, yeah, so we started off good and I was, really had a good little stretch yeah. where I was playing good. So I would say, yeah, though. It's really all you need. Yeah. My facts. That's yeah, all you need. You put a good stretch together. Tell Your me. reputation get up there. That's it. That's well, you you was on that Minnesota team with Jimmy and all them? No, no, no. no I came, okay. I came the year the year after. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, you. Jimmy had left before I got there. That was that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, damn. Sheesh. I mean, like I said, you 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 have carved out you carved out a niche in Minnesota. And y'all had a lot of talent. Mm-hmm. Y'all had some talent, but y'all definitely you could see it was up and up and coming. Mm-hmm. But um you get, of course, you get traded again. Thanks. Let's talk about that. How how'd you take that one? Cause I don't think anybody saw that one coming. Yeah, I don't think we, we didn't see it coming either. Cause we we came off a great year. Exactly. You know, we we made the playoffs. Mm-hmm. We was uh six seed at the time or, mm-hmm. or seven seed, whatever. But we we made the playoffs. We had a great year. And we had a good young core at that time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? So uh Talk Obviously. about let, let, let's go ahead and get into that. I I gotta ask about it. Yeah, because that was definitely y'all when y'all beat the Clippers. Yeah, and Pat Bev was standing on the damn. Oh yeah, my God. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> I mean, did y'all have win a secret championship that I didn't know about? Nah, I think you know Pat. <laughs> Pat just a competitive person, bro. So he, he set out that goal like, man, we gonna make the playoffs, and you know. Everybody was down his like with his mentality. Yeah, bro. so it's that's just that was just him. Mm-hmm. He was like, man, we gonna make the playoffs. And everybody like, nah, y'all ain't making no playoffs, man. Y'all ain't doing that. Yeah. And the fact that he said it and he he came in there and set the tone by saying it, mm-hmm. and we we did it, made it happen. So it was just you know he he's super passionate. So like the emotion just came out. Yeah. It was like, man, everybody doubted us. We ain't making the playoffs. So it wasn't so much about winning the game. It it was more so really just about you know proving everybody wrong for sure and. You know, Minnesota had, we went from like a non-playoff team. I think we won like maybe 20 games the year before or whatever. Yeah. So from doing that to turn around to a to a, to a a playoff team, mm-hmm. I think that's like, that's really where all the celebration came from. It For wasn't sure. somewhere for the game. It was a lot of those first time making yeah. the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was. It's been a minute. But yeah, my but thing it, is too, is like, I'll call it. Y'all smoked it. Yeah, for sure. Y'all smoked it. For sure. Y'all had y'all had Memphis beat. Yeah, we had it, we had them beat for sure. But I think that's where the experience came in. Like, yeah. you know, yeah, we that. were just young and a little bit inexperienced because we we couldn't like we had never but outside of Pat, none of us have never really right. made the playoffs. D Lo was so, there for like a year. Yeah. We played a year. And they don't realize how valuable just playing a series like Memphis the year before, they lost, but they played that series. So they had just had a little bit more mm-hmm. experience at the mm-hmm. time, man. Cause you think you look at every game, we was damn near up fifteen. I was yeah. up fifteen points, twenty almost every single game. Every game, but we just you know we could relaxed. Would you feel like y'all relaxed, or was it like a? It wasn't relaxed. It just they it, just it's, stayed it's the tough to close out games in the playoffs. It like, is. You don't realize it's tough to close out games. Yeah. So for us, 
it was just inexperience was kicking in. You know, we mm -hmm. didn't really, we didn't really know how to close the game. Like we knew how to start. We started the game. We was throughout the game. But you know, every everything matters when it mm -hmm. comes to them last like you know five yeah. minutes or five minutes into the, end of the game. Like every play matters. Yes, and at that point, the I don't whole think game. No, literally. in the playoffs exactly. And at that point, I don't think we is like we wasn't established. Like you know, Ant, he's obviously merged to. Oh, the player he is yeah. now, yeah. but he was still young at the time. Mm -hmm. You know, that was his first playoff run. So, uh, you know, obviously, you know, we still had that. So we were still trying to figure it out. Mm -hmm. Like, who's the guy? Well, you know, what are we getting to late in the game? Yeah, facts. And at that point, it was just just a little bit lack of experience, but mm -hmm. the talent was there for sure. Mm -hmm. I think we were more talented and could have, you know, for sure. Could have beat Memphis, but it was For just sure. an experience at the time. It's crazy. You look at it now, it's like you saw Jokic, and now he's in damn near the best player in the league. Mm -hmm. And now you saw you were there with Ant. Yeah. He just got in the league, and now he emerging to be, I'm, I'm telling I'm telling everybody, he about to be a motherfucker. Yeah. Like, yeah. not about oh, to be. He, he is a motherfucker. He is. But oh. he about, like, he got a chance, bro. He got it, bro. He got it. Like, like what? What is it? What is it with him that you see that separates him from most? He just work like mm -hmm. he just a dog. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like on both ends. Like he just he just a competitor, bro. Mm -hmm. Like and you know he gets it now. You know the next step with him was just you know being a leader and just taking that next step. Like like yeah. you know this yeah. this is Minnesota's my team. his team exactly. Yeah, and that that and that was the problem that year. Mm -hmm. It was still like Trying up in the air. Yeah. he yeah. wasn't like man, this my team. Now mm -hmm. he, you can tell now he's mm -hmm. like, man, this is yeah, my team. This is my shit. This mm -hmm. like this is like this is how it's gonna go. Mm -hmm. But he always been a dog on both ends and competitive and you know, he damn near got everything. You know, yeah. he yeah. shoot, athletic as hell. Yeah. He defends. People don't know he can guard. And he yeah, can he, guard. He, he sit down. That's he the thing. Down when, he, when he's locked in, he yeah. sit down. He can sit down. Yeah. He's, he's strong, he can move his mm -hmm. feet, and he really locks up. Yeah. So it's like the next step for him was just, you know, just to stay attentive and just staying locked in. Mm -hmm. But like when he decided to lock in and guard, like they can guard. Mm -hmm. So it's like, that's why I said the sky's the limit for him. I ain't gonna lie. He just, he got, he every, he it, got everything lined up to be yeah, he gonna know, one of it. those guys. So. He gonna get it. What's up? Shit. Which McDaniels is it? What Jalen? Jaden. 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 Yeah. The he, truth. Hey, slept on. Yeah. The truth. Slept on. Most underrated, man. Yeah, like, for sure. Think about even him. Like, I was talking about Ro. Like, he got a lot more to his game, too. Mm -hmm. But obviously, when they plugged him in, they wanted him to be the defender, mm -hmm. which he can be. Like, he's elite. Mm -hmm. But he got more to his game. Yeah, like, yeah, you put yeah. it on the floor. He can yes. shoot it. He can. But they, the, the team structure didn't call for him to do that. Exactly. And it's but all timing. because It's we all timing about... and situational. Because mm -hmm. he can go to another team and probably average 15, we, 20 points. We talked about this. We yeah. talked about... and. Like I said, people, I don't want people to think it's disrespect, but I said it uh, a couple of weeks ago, Mikael Bridges. Mikael, yeah. At Phoenix, what was he? Corner guy, exactly. shooter, defender. Went to BK, he boogieing. Now that's like, his team. And that's, <laughs> that's the same type of, like I put Jaden on, was like Mikael. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like he was the defender for the team, but he can go to a different team and emerge and go be. Go crazy. Mm -hmm. And go crazy, mm -hmm. be a star. So it's all situational, you know. Sure. And what team you on and stuff like that, sure. but Man, he, no, you, he's a you, you, I mean, like I said, you been on some teams. You yeah. get traded to Utah. Like I said, we we got into it a little bit, but how'd you feel after that? After that trade, because like you said, y'all had a team that 
y'all come back, y'all run it back again. Mm-hmm. You got a core that like, okay, we were whooping their ass and mm-hmm. we smoked it. That's, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. why would we not bring this team back? What what was your mindset in that? I mean, I, I thought for sure we was gonna at least run it back once, but yeah. you know, at that time we uh it was a business. And we got a new we had got a new president GM. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. Okay. And, you know, same one that came from Denver. So he actually traded me both times. Yeah. God damn. <laughs> Yeah, so he traded me to Minnesota, then he got to Minnesota, yeah. and he traded me again to Utah. I'm like, damn. Yeah, 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 yeah. Person, right. was like, what's going on? Did I do something? I'm like, oh, man. Cool. He's like, Shit. yeah, I love you, but this, you know, it's all business. Uh, that's not, at that point, I hadn't been through a couple of trades. So yeah, it's like, it's like it is. You know, it wasn't nothing personal to it, but yeah, same, same, uh, same GM traded me both times. So, uh, but yeah, no, I thought we was at least going to run it back once. Uh, we had a great team, and we were still young and 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 hungry mm-hmm. at the time. And we built we built some good chemistry. Like everybody was like connected on that team for sure. I think that's really why we, why we got so far. We was on the same page, like just locked in. Yeah. So uh, that summer trade it kind of came by surprise a little bit, but I had a feeling, uh, you know, we might get traded a little bit just because once they mentioned the Rudy or they wanted another big. Mm-hmm. I feel like to make it make make sense, I mm. you know, probably yeah, it was money got to make sense, yeah, exactly. So yeah. I knew it was gonna probably have to make sense, especially with Cat wanted at that time. He said he wanted to play the four, yeah. So I knew, you know, he didn't want to play the five as much. So I knew they was gonna go after a big, Facts. most likely. So, Facts. yeah. But shit, I wanna, I wanna. I mean, it was a short stint, but y'all, t- Utah took off. Yeah, y'all took off early. No, nah, like I was like, oh, he's about, yeah. he's about to be. Nice man, we I ain't gonna lie, we was we was nice because yeah. the, the the way we played the system, you know, shout out to Will the coach, but like he had a, just a great system for us. Will like, a great dude, yeah, real good dude, great dude. But it was a four out one in type of system or five out at some point. Yeah, yeah. everybody could shoot, pass, dribble, drive, whatever, mm-hmm. and so it was just so hard to guard. It was tough. And we was really just the underdog. Nobody expected us to do nothing, so we mm-hmm. came out. Shit, I think we was. Eight and two or some yeah, shit. Yeah, we came up. Yeah, we just played hard. Y'all we played play, fast. Y'all shot the shit. And we out just the shot the shit out the ball. <laughs> Them boys was out there flying. So and yeah, we was. Y'all beat Denver first game. We beat Denver. Yeah. We, we beat Minnesota. Mm-hmm. I think Pelicans. So we beat our first five games. We had beat like all yeah. playoff teams mm-hmm. at the time. Yeah. So like yeah, we we was running that dudes at the beginning of the season, and then uh, Mike went down for a little bit, mm-hmm. and that's when we kind of you know trickled down. Yeah, but. Uh, I don't think they was even a, they weren't expecting us to come yeah, out like yeah, that. Yeah. Even the, the staff the front like, office like, slow the They was like, slow down now. We was, you know what I'm saying? Listen. We were trying to do all that. Women yama. Yeah, that's it. Nah, for real. Right hey, 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 nah, women yama. They like, hold on, What are we man. doing? We got what a plane. Doing? <laughs> nah, for real. Jesus Christ. I was like, man. But talk about that dude. Hey, listen, I, Lowry Marketing is a. He called. Beast. Dog. Your dog. He's just so efficient. Yeah. And he don't need much. Like he, he don't need he much. He don't need much, all, bro. He's, bro. He's, to be like a star all-star, like his usage rate is so low. Yeah. yeah. Like he don't, he don't need the ball that much, but he just find a way to make it happen. You yeah, look like, up, he got 20 and 10. Crazy. Just off of just, just find me. I'm over here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just pin downs, catch and shoot. And people he's don't so realize smooth. like he's seven foot, but he's strong. Yeah. Like he, he got bounced, like yeah. damn near a creative player. Like. So nah, he, Larry was a beast, man. So he he was a big reason why we started off like that. Yeah, just from him, you know, taking off, taking that next step. Yeah. 
He remind me of Dirk. He can play. Yeah, yeah he, he can play. Can play he, can, boy. he can really shoot it. Like mm-hmm. he a beast. So damn, Vendo. He might we might need you to say an extra prayer for you mid-season. You said right. Shit. <laughs> man. <laughs> the mid-season right, trade. Man. I'm like, damn. Hey. We about to just call it uh we Vando fingers season. crossed, man. <laughs> hey. Shit. At this point, you can peep the engine yes, mid-season. You like, all right, man. Okay. Hey, you can see what's going on now. Hey, you go to the Bando crib. His yeah, shit's still in the suitcase. Man, what? I got a go back. I still bag. got stuff in storage from Denver. I got a go oh, back just man. in case, yo. Bando. You signed a three-year deal. I don't Move. give a fuck. Man, what? I got stores I still ain't touched from Denver, Minnesota. It's like they moving stores to stores. I'm like, God damn. Yeah, it's one that is situated at least a little bit. Yeah, right. shit. Yeah. Let me get settled in. Man, that's part of it, man. For sure. Hey, listen, you getting paid. It, you have living a great life. Exactly. But you go from Denver, cold as hell. Minnesota, cold as hell. Uh, Utah, Utah, cold as hell. But then you go to La La Land. Man. Cali. Ooh-wee. With that man, man. King James. First one. Oh, said. the switch is flipped. Man. You go from women yama to we gotta win. Exactly. And the thing is, it's not even really we gotta win. Y'all trying to get exactly. We used to catch up. Y'all mm-hmm. don't catch up. Boost them up. Yeah. So talk about going to the Lakers. I mean, mm-hmm. we we had Danny on here recently, and he just talked about the the fan base of Laker Nation is, mm. is, is different. So y'all get there and y'all start winning. Talk about that feeling that y'all that No, nah, it's crazy. Have. I mean, they fan base is, is like no other fan base. Like mm. even everywhere you go, it's just like a it's a movie. Movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like it really is though. There ain't mm. no other way to put it. But uh obviously the lights are brighter. You're on TV every game. Like I think Utah, we only had like maybe a couple TV games to damn yeah. near now you're playing every night mm-hmm. on the biggest stage. So I would say, you know, it, it was just night and day coming from Utah. Yeah. And the approach was different just because, like, now we competing. Like, we, I went from, like, like we wasn't really trying to win at that point a little mm. bit, but, like, you know, yeah. they wasn't pushing for winning. Now it's um, to almost like a championship or bust. Yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah. the whole approach just changed. And yeah. We ain't had no time to waste when we got traded. We was yeah. already in the hole. Exactly. So we got straight to it. So that whole, this, that whole approach was just a lot different, but. Yeah, nah, playing for the Lakers is definitely like no other fan base for sure. I feel like that's a learning experience too because mm-hmm. it's like, like the Lakers got a certain expectation. For sure. When yeah. you get trained there, you know it's an expectation. It's from day one. From day one. Like, fall in line. You got or, to fall in line. Or peace. Sayonara. Hey, you out of here. Nah, but it's crazy though, bro. Like y'all start hooping. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. y'all really start hooping. What, what was it that changed that whole mindset of the team i you let me know if i'm wrong y'all played us dallas yeah in dallas yeah we whooping y'all ass yeah <laughs> you come in and you change that whole game yeah and y'all win mm-hmm. i feel like y'all took off after that yeah it, it definitely was that that game was definitely the turning point of like yeah of like where we was at because i i think y'all might have been a little a couple games ahead of us but we knew we had to see y'all a couple times so like yeah and at that point we had went on playing West Coast teams that was right in front of us. So we knew we had to, we was in must win mode for the rest of the yeah. season at that point. Mm-hmm. So that game really kind of solidified us and 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 changed the hump or got us over the hump, mm-hmm. even though Brian ended up getting hurt yeah, in that hurt game. That game. Yeah, yeah. It kind of, you know, mm-hmm. set us back a little bit. But, yeah. uh, but at that point, everything was clicking. Like to be down 20, we fresh, a fresh newly team, but for us to come together and 
and and yeah. come yeah. back for 20 points mm-hmm. on a team like that. Like we was like, okay, at that point, like shit, we knew we was, you know, we was some serious at that point. Mm-hmm. But talk about playing with Braun and AD. Mm-hmm. Like, how's that? Man, it's dope. Just being able to just, you know, be around them and learn from them and watch how they approach the game and practice and everything. Like, and they just so efficient in what they do, mm-hmm. you know, on and off the court. So, uh, you know, having guys, they just make the game so much easier for you just because yeah. they, they just such high IQ, high level players that it made our jobs easier. Mm-hmm. You know, guys like me, Bees, everybody that came in, D-Lo, mm-hmm. Rui, like we were like to play alongside them guys, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's really what we took off because we, Damn, they complimented what they needed at that time. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, playing with them, uh, they was shit, pretty much just leading the way. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's huge when, like, especially coming in mid-season for a team or the top players to, like, just kind of, like, accept you and, you know, teach you. Yeah. And, you know, they was there along with us through the way, and they made our transition just so much smooth. Easier, yeah. And we just started clicking. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. The team just started clicking like on and off the court. I think we was connected at that time, even though it was a short period of time. And that's really why we, you know, we took off. That's big time, bro. There is. Y'all get to the fucking playoffs and y'all just, y'all just whooping ass. Mm-hmm. I mean, y'all play Memphis, y'all take off on them, y'all snacked up on them. And then talk about that Warriors series. We're going to get into it. I mean, mm-hmm. just the, Expectation is y'all going against the defending champs. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the mindset going into that series? Man, we're really shit, just find a way. Just find a way to win. <laughs> like we knew they defended champs. We knew, uh, you know, this is the series everybody wanted to see. Mm-hmm. Just because you know, Bron, Steph, and yeah. Warriors, Lakers, two of the biggest fan bases. So uh, we were just trying to find a way to win. Warriors fan right here. He's oh, yeah. a dog. Nah, but yeah, we were just trying to find a way, man. We knew if we went in there and stole at least one of the first two games that we'd be in good shape. So that was our mindset. At least, uh, you know, steal one of the games yep. away mm-hmm. and then come back home and take care of take business. Take care of business. That's big time, bro. I mean, y'all, y'all did what y'all had to do. Mm-hmm. Y'all didn't play around, but... At the end of the day, you you ran into a team that was just a well-oiled machine. For yeah. sure. Like these dudes, mm-hmm. Denver was just on another level from everybody else. Sure. I mean, they, like you said, they they built the foundation five mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it it was. Do you feel like which game you think y'all should have got in Denver? Was the game? No, it was game one. I think game two. I think we 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 should have won. Or that was the game that we was like we had the best chance of winning. Okay, it was it was it was game two. Got you. Uh, and we felt like we obviously we'd have won that game. It would kind of shift the momentum because all you yeah. all you really need to do is at least win one. Obviously, the goal one. is to win two. But if yeah. you win one and you go back home, one one, one, one yeah, yeah, you just gotta take care you of in good shape. You yep. know what I'm saying? You gotta take care of business at home. But mm-hmm. yeah, we definitely felt like we should have won game two, and you know both games was close though. Like even though we did get swept, but I think just the whole series was still a competitive series. Like, yeah, for sure. It was all decided by a couple plays just pretty much at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. And that was a deciding factor. And, you know, for them, they, they playing the same way all game. Oh, And, and they got gotta, so many options and versatility crazy. that, you know, 
And that's what it was. They they stuck to the script the whole game. Mm-hmm. They was playing the same way. They star is so unselfish. Yeah. Like, he's the best pass on the team. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's tough to guard. It's tough to guard. Yeah, beast. But shit, bro. It's one hell of a journey so far. We got a couple questions for you before we end this whole thing. Yeah. Go ahead and ask him, AJ. I see what we got. Who got the deeper bag? Luca or Shea? <laughs> oh, man. Luca or Shea. I might be a little biased because Shea was my teammate. So I'm going yeah. <laughs> like to. That's like my brother. So I mean. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, a, little, I'm a little biased. They ba- Both of their bags are. Super deep. Let's, yeah. like, let's, they both got let's, bags. Yeah, they, they both, both got, got bags. bags. Let's let's clarify. Oh, that now we both got bags. Hey, <laughs> oh, you were saying that initially. He was saying that early. I didn't say. I'm not gonna say Luca has a deep bag. I'm not gonna say he has a deep bag. We got the clip. Nah. We will. <laughs> Said, does Luca even have a bag? Has he ever crossed anybody over? No. I did say that. Yeah, I did say that. We can play the clip, and we gonna play the clip. You said it. But they say he has a. Deep, deep back. My thing was Luca. He gonna use his body. He got crazy footwork. Yeah. So he getting the posts. One of the so footwork ain't considered a bag. Nah, my bag is like he like he's gonna break something. No, I don't think so. I think like a bag is more so like Che. Like (laughs) like he on the island. He's gonna. So Luca ain't getting off on the island. I don't really see. Nah, he gonna back your ass down because he bigger than you. You want to know somebody who guards him? <laughs> yeah. I didn't guard both of them. Yeah, they, them both of they them both got bags for sure. They both got bags though. Nah, Luka, for sure. You ain't you ain't getting cold. thirty averaging thirty without a bag. No, no, he, he cold. Like, Don't get it. Nah, I ain't yeah, saying that. Yeah. Luca is cold. This next question might be a little bit more biased too, because now you're La La Land. But you think they got the best fan base in the league? Lakers for for sure. I mean, especially compared to the teams. I it's, it's just a big market. Yeah, you know, everybody's a that's. Not really a basketball fan, like even just yeah. across the world. Like they the first Lakers. team, they know the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like even just for me walking around traveling this summer compared to last summer, it's like mm. a lot more people know me just from being a Laker. A Laker. You yeah, know what I'm saying? So cool. like being a Laker just holds so much weight. Like it's mm-hmm. shit, it's a top fan base. So for sure. For sure. For sure. Man, Vando, that was one hell of a pod, brother. Well, we appreciate yes, sir. you coming on. My um, dog, I appreciate you. Uh Wish you a healthy year, yes, good sir. year, um, and we appreciate it, brother. We're I really appreciate merch. <laughs> merch coming soon. Yes, sir. But uh, <laughs> like I said, y'all already know what to do. Subscribe on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, follow us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. That's another episode of Run Your Race, my boy. Yes, sir. Peace. <laughs>